You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome in, my people. Yes, football is here. Yes, I'm here with Justin Michael. Yes, producer Kale's behind the board. We are ready for football. We are setting the tone, baby, because it's week one. So we are here to get you started right before Thursday Night Football. Booyah. Uh, good. What are these called? Good company. That's what we are doing. We appreciate your good company for tuning in and joining us and really setting the tone as i was saying week one we start off so we're doing this right before kickoff but from here on until the rest of the season you can expect us before monday night football kicks off to preview the week ahead and get you set get your lineup set and this whole show is all about you your lineup conundrums we will be reaching out we will have some audio questions we will have written questions we can't wait to interact with you all year i can't wait to start off with my guy justin michael here justin how are you feeling mere merely a half hour before nfl kickoff really starts we just dropped the vibes collection here at dnvr oh yeah little, little plug go check it out before we sell out I just loaded up on shirts. Dre loaded up on shirts. Kale's rocking the Vibes shirt right now. And I just think it's so perfect, the timing with it all, because, I mean, the Vibes don't get any more immaculate than college football season and NFL season. Week one, it is here. Fantasy football bets, we're all back. God, it feels so good. And I'm with good friends, good people, got a good company. Exactly. Seltzer here. I mean, exactly. Breck Brew doesn't get any better than that. 
Oh, it's so true. So much to get into. If you caught our season preview, um, if you didn't, rather, go check that out. But it's too late for that. So what are we looking for as we get prepared for this Thursday night football? Let's start by looking at some of the matchups we are most intrigued by or potentially scared off in this game and some of those props from our good people at DraftKings Sportsbook that we like in this game. I've talked about it on bets. I'm kind of feeling a high-scoring game. From our good people at DraftKings. Probably too big of a uh, too big of a spread here. You know, I know Dallas is missing Zach Martin, but I was kind of thinking the same Total's thing. Total's high, man. It's really high. We'll see how having fans back impacts. That's a good point. I mean, you're De- defending that'll Super help Bowl defense. champs. There's going to be some. Yes. There's going to be some juice with that crowd. I don't know, man. As much as I, I tend to agree, especially early in the season, that it's going to be a high-scoring game. But then I, you know, I think back and I, Tampa Bay. It was an offense that carried them oh, to that Super Bowl it. championship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It's that defense and that defensive front seven in particular. That's got to be a little bit nerve-wracking if you are Dallas, missing your best offensive lineman. You're not 100% sure how healthy Dak is. Yep, right. You want to run the ball effectively with Zeke, but again, that's kind of running right into the strength of this Tampa Bay defense. Absolutely, with a healthy Vita Vea who should be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. So it really is like, and I have some people who've reached out and I know like maybe drafted Tom Brady late in a league and are planning on starting him a couple times in those first couple months and then probably dumping him. Is this one of those weeks where you get in against this lowly Cowboys defense, a defense that lost Kelvin Johnson or weren't able to draft JC Horner, Patrick Sertan as both those guys go ahead of them, get Kelvin Johnson in the second round. He's now out for the season. So they, the defense is depleted, but you're right. Brady never quite in sync with that offense. Could he be more in sync with the full offseason after having played a full year with them? Well, and the other thing is, I mean, if you watch Tampa early in that season, it was a much different offense than what they were running late in the year. Late in the year, they kind of just let Brady do his thing. And I got to imagine they're just how gonna... very Kubiak Peyton Manning was oh, totally. that relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. It was you want to know what? It's not working. We trust you. <laughs> exactly. Get these. You have the right. weapons on offense. Get these right. guys ready to go. I need to win three. So just just do run it. Run your shit and do it. Yeah. And you got to imagine that's just going to be their approach all season, especially given we already talked about the defensive talent that they have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I would I would be willing to play Tom Brady in this matchup. There's a lot of questions about this Dallas defense. You wonder, you know. What are they going to look like at linebacker? Total. You know, Total. got an opportunity with a couple of good tight ends on the roster. Even so, I'm not huge on Gronk this year. But, you know, I, yeah, I would play Tom Brady, especially just it's a good matchup, right? I mean, this Dallas defense. It's a, right. Yeah. You're not, they're not going to get much better than facing the Cowboys. It's with, perfect. With Brady having months on him to prepare for it. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of perfect. Gun to your head. If you had both on your team, who would you start, Dak or Brady? I would I would go with Brady, I think. I I think I would too. And that feels crazy to say just considering Dak before he got hurt last year, you know, he was the number 1 fantasy quarterback in football was putting up massive numbers. I still have faith in his ability to recover this year. Yeah. It's just the matchups, you know, you're going up against exactly. an elite defense exactly. in Tampa Bay exactly. versus Brady going up against a very pedestrian defense. 
in the Dallas Cowboys. I'm, I would lean Brady just in this one particular matchup. Yeah, and they're both very deep receiving core, so it really comes down to the defense and the O-line health. Brady has the advantage on both of those. But that's kind of surprising. I think a lot of people might have drafted Dak in the fifth or sixth round of their league, Brady closer to the tenth round. You would hope. I mean, I'm in one league where Brady went in the first round. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. That person's crazy. It is a league where you start two quarterbacks. So it it does, you know, you do draft quarterbacks earlier just because they're such an important part of your roster. Is it a dynasty? No, but to take him in the first round. It it was the wrong call. It was the wrong call. Um, I got Matt Ryan in like the 13th round for comparison. Gun to your head with Mike Evans. Gallup, C.D. Lamb, uh, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. Any of these guys you start? Like as a wide receiver two or one? I like any of those Cowboys receivers as a wide receiver two option. The problem that you have when you have Amari Cooper, you have C.D. Lamb, you have Michael Gallup. It's, it's just diluted. Exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, which guy is going to pop on any given week? That's the constant battle. you're. And you could honestly probably have this a similar complaint about the tampa bay offense you know is it a chris godwin week is it a mike evans oh week? big time man but yeah. if i was gonna play anyone yeah. i would probably put cd lamb as my top choice i think he's in for a big year they took him in the first round and i just think like he's the guy they're investing in moving forward i know they right. signed amari cooper to a five-year deal before 2020 but there is an opt-out after this season he's a guy that makes 20 million a year michael gallup in a contract mm, here maybe you can move cooper later in the year but as far as this week one, I'm leaning CeeDee Lamb. And then probably Mike Evans. It, it's kind of hard to go to predict with this Tampa Bay offense, but he's probably who I would put the most faith in just in terms of consistent targets. Yeah, you would probably side with the Cowboys wide receiver thinking that the Bucks will nurse a, a lead for at least, I don't know, 40% of the game, something like that, right? That's another great point. If Dallas is playing from behind... You're going to have to chuck it up and right gun to my head. Hard to know which one, but if I have to pick one of those three, I guess I'd go CD. Also worth remembering as much as there's dilution among the, the touches all those wide receivers get, it is beneficial to not have much of a tight end. No, yeah, especially, I mean, like on the draft pod, I talked about tight end being a big big focus probably for Dallas in this upcoming draft. I mean, for years they relied on Jason Witten, Trey McBride team, DNVR athlete, a guy that they they could have their eyes on. They've taken a lot of Mountain West guys and they've got Kellen Moore at OC. I mean, it's just something to keep an eye on, but as much as the delusion is going to frustrate you as a Dallas Cowboys wide receiver fantasy owner, I still had all three of those guys in my top 30, which means, you know, on any week to week basis, you're probably comfortable and at least playing them as a wide receiver too if not a flex option uh it just kind of depends you know i i don't know if i'd feel great if those were my top guys but my second my third receiving options you're probably doing pretty good yeah and as far as tampa goes i'm scared off by all those guys it really comes down to who's getting the touchdown who's getting the big play it's a very kind of deke and dunk offense unsurprisingly with uh with brady so that's a bit hard okay well that's our feelings on the matchup for tonight let's get into anyone who missed our season preview you can find the whole thing on youtube we really went through all our quarterback running back wide receiver tight end rankings some draft strategies and so on and so forth 
we can look at some of those or we can even just chat anyone who stands out on the guys you are really bullish on coming into the season that you think could really blow up week one yeah you know I, I came into the season really high on the potential of this LA Rams offense, especially with Matthew Stafford yes. and McVay. Um, I think early in the year, especially, we're going to see them kind of air it out. I do think they'll be pretty balanced, but I don't know, just early in the year, I feel like it's a pretty strong matchup for Stafford. They're going yeah, against the Bears right. and they're at home, which I yep. love. You know, they yep. don't have to go to Soldier Field. So I, pre- I feel pretty good about Matthew Stafford, especially, you know, <clears throat> Excuse me. I think he's one of the best value quarterbacks in fantasy football this year. It's crazy where he's going. People firmly out of the top eleven. And I think there's a good chance, like he could be a top five fantasy quarterback. I don't yes. think that's unrealistic right. to say. Him and Matt Ryan, I feel very similarly. And Damn I think straight. Matt Ryan's Damn another straight. great example Damn of a straight. guy that it's it's a really favorable matchup for him, especially at home. You're going against a poor Philadelphia Eagles defense, yep. like yep. Exactly. in the dome. I really like both of these quarterbacks and their week one matchups. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of, um, well, we'll get into it in some of my conundrums on my fantasy teams. But as crazy as it sounds, week one, as high as I am at Stafford as well, guys like Jameis, kind of interesting against the Packers who've been up and down rather than Stafford. That's an interesting one. I'll go the other way. A guy I'm pretty high on, Kale, Austin Eckler, everyone knows. Washington football team, very high. It's coming off an injury. A little skeptical on Austin. That, this it's a hammy too. And for yeah. those Dude, for those speed so guy, for those speed guys, you don't feel great about it. Um speaking of quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts. Um the Eagles probably gonna be not good this year. <laughs> yeah. But yep. there's a baseline in fantasy with the way scoring is done right now where quarterbacks who get you rushing yards and rushing touchdowns are just going to do work. And Jalen Hurts, a lot of people probably got value when they took him in later rounds as a later round quarterback because he wasn't going high. I'd start him until you can't because he's going to probably get 80 to 100 yards on the ground every game. Yeah, and he's still going quite high in leagues. I was surprised in some ADPs um, regularly being drafted higher than Stafford and Matt Ryan, guys, we just spoke on. But you're right. That rushing is really key. And as bad as he looked at times in the preseason, we saw the kind of fantasy numbers he put up last year. Those were scary. Um, so, you know, that's definitely something you would want to jump on. I am incredibly intrigued by how all of these um, young quarterbacks with really favorable matchups are going to rank in week one. And since you bring up Jalen Hurts, I'm going to go to that right now. Uh, And yeah, let's have a fun little exercise. First, second year quarterbacks, plus Darnold and Winston, who kind of fall into that. New teams, new systems, like first year. Right, we've never really seen them. Um, So Hurts... Very promising matchup here. He and the Eagles taking on the Falcons, who, of course, have struggled mightily over the years. Burrow and the Bengals taking on the Vikings, a defense that's uh, certainly hurt itself. Um, Darnold, you love this, taking on his old team. Revenge game. That's fun. 
Zach Wilson. Yo, what up, the wanna beast? Zach Wilson, other way, playing against Darnold. Trevor Lawrence getting about as easy a rookie debut as you're going to get against the Texans. Herbert, very tough matchup against the football team. We just talked about that with Eckler. Then you have Tua taking on the Pats. That Pats defense could be revolutionized from what we saw a year ago. You remember they were record-breaking pace two years ago, had the most absences due to COVID, the most uh, holdouts, what do we call those? Yeah, opt-outs. Opt-outs, yeah. thank you. And now they're they're going to be back full strength, and Belichick was spending plenty of money, right? No Stephon Gilmore, though, and that's the one that's thing huge. that, you know, he's their kind of elite lockdown corner if you are putting a little stock in Miami, that's probably the reason why. I would say I'd feel a lot better about this matchup as a Dolphins backer if this game was in Miami yeah. versus in New England. Ooh, yes. But on top of that. Those games suck to travel to. For the Northeast teams coming down to Miami, always a disaster. Yeah. But, it, again, it's just, you know, when you think about the matchups and the coaching and Belichick has had all offseason to focus on one game plan. Yep. And yep. if I'm yep. going up against Belichick in fantasy week one, I'm not feeling great. But there's a lot of interesting matchups. I mean, you mentioned Justin Herbert and, and the matchup against Washington. I think a lot of people might get scared away from that. I would say I think this Washington defense is very talented, and I don't want to diminish them or what they accomplished last season. Oh boy. They did beat up on a lot of bad teams, though. You're make me mad now, huh? And with all of these quarterback <laughs> options, as, as you know, I think if you're looking at the Washington defense, the, the strength is in that front seven, right? Oh, yeah. So I don't hate the matchup Even with Justin five. Herbert going up against them, especially given I think they're going to have to lean on that passing game with Austin Eckler's health. Now, That's a good point. It's tough to say, you know, Herbert, I, it wouldn't shock me if he comes yeah. down to, to reality in year two. But week one, I actually ranked him as my number one quarterback out of all these options, even going against Washington. I think it's the toughest defense of any of these quarterbacks. Right. I just think the circumstances still fa favor him. But my other favorite one, and you mentioned it, is just the revenge game. Sam Darnold yeah. starting for Carolina. He's with an innovative caller and in, in Joe Brady. He's got the best weapons that he's ever had in his career by far, including the only good one he had in New York and Robbie Anderson. But you got McCaffrey. You know, you got DJ Moore on the outside. Oh, they're loaded. It, they it feels loaded, like an opportunity, man. especially going against a really young Jets defense for Sam Darnold to have a nice, like, 30-point fantasy game. Super young defense also reports out of Panthers camp. Um, number one, their defense isn't going to be very good, so they're going to have to throw a lot. <laughs> and number two, uh, reports are that the offensive line looks way better than people were probably expecting coming into things. And it's going to so have to be, so that's good to hear. It's going to have to be, so that's yeah. good news. And I... I like your pick, Justin. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. I am very scared off by Herbert. I am bullish on that football team. You, um, Justin, we, like all season because you think Herbert's coming no, back to life or just no. because this Washington just matchup? Just this week, okay. Washington matchup. Um, and then on it. So I, I might rank as my top guy out of this group. I'd be very torn between Winston taking on the Packers and Trevor Lawrence just because it's the Texans. Like the Texans are truly like they've, They've given up all hope. And then I think Hertz Burrow um, would be pretty high on that list for me. But it's uh, it's an interesting exercise. Hopefully, this is only applies to, like, two quarterback leagues. Um, 
because that's certainly where it applies for me. You, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> Speaking of the Texans, might be good to put in a waiver claim or a trade for Philip Lindsay or Mark Ingram after the Gus Edwards injury today because guess what? The Ravens are looking for a running back. That's phenomenal advice. Um, you won't get that from every uh, fantasy podcast producer in the world. That's uh, That's our guy putting in that extra work for us. I put in a claim on Le'Veon Bell as a Gus Edwards owner. So well, that's not yeah. a bad one. As my guys put in extra work, you don't have to put in the extra work when you are on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the number one sportsbook in the land, in the world. Uh, opening up everywhere. Our good friends up in Arizona getting to enjoy the fruits of that labor today. We have nothing but great deals. You better get in right now on free money, which is the Bucks plus 73. That's right. A 73 point spread on the nine point favorite Tampa Bay Bucks. Get that at even money, free $25, free $50, whatever you want. Um, and with the NFL season, you can get in on same game parlays. It is phenomenal. So uh, yeah, get in on that now. New users. Bet $1 and win up to $200. It is truly incredible stuff. And uh, give me that read, would you? Must be 21 or older. Colorado only bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hundred, check them out. Nothing but great deals. Lots of these wagers that you can apply to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Kale, what else do you have for us? Yeah. Oh, we have to mention that there's a fifty dollars max bet on that free bet for tonight. We mentioned that fifty dollars. Some have said twenty-five. Some are saying that it's up to their app. I don't care. I was gonna say I when I tried to do it, it only let me do twenty-five. So oh, I don't... maybe it's an Arizona thing because I bet fifty dollars last night. I bet fifty. And it's okay it. in Same. Colorado. Interesting. I don't know, man. It's it's based on the and uh, Kale. As I'm as I'm busting these segments out, you hit me with any good questions, okay? I know you've been uh, from. Let's a let's hit this one real quick. Okay, um, I touched it in the comments, but yeah. just because it's time sensitive, Tanyan or Gronk against Dallas. I would lean Tanya. I'd lean Tanya all the way. Um, I'm just not very high on Gronk yeah. coming in. I know he had two yeah. touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and I think that's probably going to inflate his draft status a little bit. I, the, he just wasn't a big part of that Tampa Bay offense no. other than the Super Bowl. Yeah. And again, maybe they find a way to get him more involved. But based on what we've seen as of this point, I just have more faith putting my stock in mm -hmm. Tanya. And, you know, again, like, Brady relies on his tight ends, but so does Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's going to be a massive part of that Packers offense. Second um, time-sensitive question, Rojo, Rojo or Brandon Cooks? Or Brandon Cooks. <sighs> that's Man. a tougher one. I'd go Cooks. I'm big Rojo guy, but hard to rely on anything uh, with that Tampa Bay backfield. So I'd go Cooks. Tyrod Taylor has to throw to someone. He does have to throw to someone. I agree. And, uh, yeah, he, he has been productive when he's been healthy. Cooks, that is. So. I'd probably lean Ronald Jones, whatever it's worth. So just I know that doesn't Fair help enough. you. Now we got a little bit of discrepancy. But when it comes to these Jags-Houston <sighs> players, I just have a hard time. Even so. Trevor Lawrence, like going up against Houston, I'm like, ah, you got their it, offensive Rick. line can't block, though. Thanks for tuning in, brother. We look forward to doing this every week. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. It's honestly a good point. Um, 
How about some Broncos versus Giants matchup? Maybe the, the matchup you think is juiciest for the Broncos um, and the matchup that you think uh, is the biggest stay away in here. I, I've given us a couple suggestions here. Broncos cornerbacks versus the Giant wide receivers. For example, I wouldn't touch many of the Giant wide receivers, but then when you go to the bottom, Ingram looks like he's out, so you can omit that. But guys like Saquon, Kadarius, Tony. You worry about those options over the middle of the field, especially as they're able to exploit the linebacker matchup. Yeah, I mean, if I had a, if I was a Giants fan, I'd definitely be licking my lips a little bit at the potential of Tony versus this team. That said, I mean, with Ingram especially being out, I think the options that they're going to have on the outside are limited. Maybe you're able to put, you know, some of, one of these top DBs on him, mm-hmm. and that kind of offsets some things. But I'm going to be interested to see. You know, like, where does Patrick Sertan, who is he going up against in yeah. this matchup? Um, Tony versus Denver I feel great about, but I feel pretty good about going with Sutton or Judy against these Giants DBs. I don't know if I feel as great about Noah Fant. I do like Jabril, Jabril Peppers and his ability to kind of neutralize the middle of the field, but I feel pretty good about Denver's chances to take advantage on the outside. Jabril Peppers, really good real life last year, gave up. We're in the top 10 in points given up to tight tight ends. So important to remember. That's a, that's a great that's fact. That's very important. Probably the other side of that coin is, man, that D-line for the Giants, pretty stout. I'm, I'm feeling it out with my Broncos running backs. I won't be starting anyone. I am I am benching Javante Williams in one league. This one was tough for me because I do think Javante is going to get a healthy amount of touches. And so, again, you know, that could be a situation where just from the pure volume he's able to pop. But I agree with Dre's logic here. I think the wide receivers are the way to go over the running backs. And as skeptical as I am of Noah Fant, after what Kale said, I'd still probably lean him over the running backs in this matchup, I think could be a tough game for Denver's run game. Let's get into some of our scariest matchups now for non, for no-brainer starters. There you go. We've got some toughies. Allen Robinson taking on Ramsey and the Rams. He's a no-brainer starter. The league where I've got Allen Robinson, I have no other options. Well, I mean, he's a guy he, you were probably taking as a wide receiver him. one or wide yeah, receiver exactly. two. And, you know, I'm kind of in a similar position but with that Adam Thielen. Sucks, right? you know, yeah, yeah, you, you are. You just you kind of have to because he's your wide receiver, but you don't love it. Yeah, at least you have at least Devonte Adams there against Lattimore. You trust Rogers, Robinson. It's like the we're really gonna have to figure out this Bears QB thing for a second. Well, and on top of that, you got to worry about <laughs> LA's pass rush and you know. Yeah, right, like right. How big right. of a factor is that going against Andy right. Dalton in Chicago? Like. Yeah, that that one would worry me a little bit. All right, Justin, we've answered some of your biggest lineup conundrums. I want your biggest lineup conundrum going into the week, and I shall share mine next week. I look forward to doing more of yours as we get this all going and start to make your voices more central in this here podcast. What was your biggest debate, man? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of struggling with wide receivers. I I like the talent that I have. It's just a matter of who do I play. So yeah, I've got Stephon Diggs going up against Pittsburgh. I like that. I'm mm-hmm. gonna play him. Mm-hmm. I've got Justin Jefferson going against Cincinnati. There's a little bit of worry about Jefferson's hamstring coming in, yeah. but I'm gonna play him. He's expected to play. So my big question is, do I go Cortland Sutton against the Giants, or do I go Michael Gallup against the Buccaneers? And again, time sensitive because Michael Gallup tonight 
I lean Cortland Sutton just because wide receiver one versus probably wide receiver three or at the very minimum wide receiver two, depending on what you think of the Sutton-Judy situation. This is, you know, for Kale and for Dre. I'm a little worried by Sutton's health. I am too, especially week one. I'm almost... exactly. I'd almost go Gallup, man. I'd, I'd go a Gallup. a matchup. I'd go Gallup, but, man, that worries me. That worries it's me against one. this secondary, man. Especially he's playing in the slot. They've got one of the best nickel packages in the league. I don't know. It's such a in-your-bag conundrum, the CSU guy versus the Broncos guy. Too. I know. Like I, I, My heart leans both ways. I love both of these guys. Right. I lean Gallup. That's what I have in my starting lineup right now, but... I don't know, man. I'm tempted to do something. I excuse me. Allergies have been killing me lately these last couple weeks. My dilemma. I really would go Gallup on that one, man. I'm gonna stick with it. It's who I have, and I'm just gonna be like, you want to know what? If Sutton goes off week one, I'll be excited as a Broncos fan. I'll be bummed as a fantasy owner, but it's a 12-team keeper league, um, and I've got two flex spots. So in my first, I'm putting my third running back, and that's Kareem Hunt. I've got Chubb and Josh Jacobs. and um, That's a solid running back core, man. Yeah, yeah, Matt Ryan at quarterback. Um, but then for this third slot behind my two wide receivers, I'm thinking of starting Byron Edwards. That's the, the South Carolina guy, right, yeah. for the Raiders. The other options, usually I would start Will Fuller, but this is his last suspension game. I also have Will Fuller, who I couldn't play this week. I could start Valdez Scantling. That's a nice-ish matchup with New Orleans, especially if we think Adams is getting locked down a little. I could go Gage, who no Julio, could be doing big things. Rondale Moore or, like, Damon Harris, the New England Patriots running back. Off the top of my head, I like Russell Gage just because you're going against a poor Philadelphia secondary. Honestly. You are at home in the Dome. No Julio. I mean, Calvin Ridley is going to be Atlanta's undisputed wide receiver one. But Atlanta, over the years, I mean, they've been a team where they're kind of like Dallas, where two, three guys are going to put up big numbers. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I'm leaning Russell Gage out of all those choices. Honestly, I love that advice. Thank you very much. Well, we are merely... Five minutes before kickoff. I don't think we'll be cutting it quite as close on our Monday shows, but it has been a blast being here with you. Thank you to Justin Michael. Thank you to producer Kale. Thank you to you all for tuning in, listening, sharing your fantasy conundrums. Cannot wait to see you all in four days to break down what we saw in week one and get ready for week two. It's going to be a blast. Best of luck with your fantasy matchups this week. We'll be right back Monday.